Welcome to The Business Extra. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, the National's Assistant Editor-in-Chief. Today, we're going to talk about the UK and economic sentiment. Well, there are a number of risks on the horizon from the Ukraine conflict, rising prices, energy security, and the political landscape. Before we do that, please do hit that subscribe button or ring that bell. Joining us to talk about the UK and what things are really like on the ground is the Nationals' Chris Blackhurst in the city columnist. That is Chris Blackhurst, of course. Chris, thanks for joining us today. Great. Hi. Uh, good to talk to you. Um, as I said, you know, there are a number of risks on the horizon. I mean, I, I wrote a long list of things that, <laughs> that you know, are, are troubling the UK. Oh. You know, we've got the Ukraine, of course. U- sorry, Ukraine uh, conflict, of course. We have, you know, energy security, which is an offshoot of that. But then we have rising prices, inflation. Uh, Brexit, of course, has, has never really gone away. Um, we have airport chaos. Even when it's good news and people are coming back to oh. traveling, uh, it's, it's causing you know, a risk. Uh, Northern Ireland, following you know, recent uh, elections and, and the political landscape in general, we may have the opposition, <laughs> leader of the opposition resigning over Partygate. Um, you wrote about HSBC. And some of the issues that you know the, the British, the biggest bank, UK bank, is having. Um, also, you know, Chelsea Football Club um, is currently being sold. Um, I mean, that that's my laundry list. And you even wrote a few weeks ago about sort of the issue of of, of tax status to do with with the Chancellor Rishi Sunak and how that could impact sentiment. So I guess I mean I'd love to hear from you. Um, <laughs> is it that is it that grim right now? Is it is it that bad? Um... Well, in short answer, the short answer is yes, it is. Um, uh, you, you've used the phrase um, in your introduction there about um, risks on the horizon. Um, the truth is, I would actually bring them a bit further forward than that. They're actually with us right now. Um, our economy was always fragile um, uh, before Ukraine. And... Um, uh, Ukraine has, uh, I hesitate to say pushed it over the edge, but we are definitely, I mean, the Bank of England said yesterday we are heading for recession. Um, the cost of living is soaring. Um, it was going up anyway because of supply line problems, which were, you know are being experienced all over the world um, because of the pandemic and because of the world coming out of the pandemic. Um, but in our case, we've got the added um, the added bonus of um, problems with Brexit, which still haven't been resolved. So every day there are queues of lorries at Dover trying to get across the English Channel. Um, and the list, as you say, there goes on. And against that as well, to, to add to the uncertainty, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a great believer in um, uh, you can look at the, the economy purely by numbers. Or you can look at it with numbers, but also looking at um, the mood of the nation and how people are. And against all all that economic woe, um, we've got some huge uncertainties. Uh, um, I mean, we've got um, a prime minister who's still being investigated by the police, has already been fined once for holding a party during lockdown. He might get other fines. We've now got a leader of the opposition who's also being investigated who says that if he is fined, he will resign. Well, obviously, that would put pressure back on Boris. Boris Johnson, um, 
And I think as well, I mean, uh, you know, just to add to the sense of uncertainty and 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 fragility is um, even the sight today of Prince Charles delivering the Queen's speech for the first time um, uh, ever, um, because the Queen uh, is, is too immobile. That said something too, it doesn't lift the mood of the nation. Um, she is the mother of the nation. And um, she's 96 and clearly very, very frail. So you put all that together and, um, you know, I don't think we've even mentioned immigrants crossing the channel. Um, <laughs> we could be here forever. Um, but saying that, I mean, uh, look, you, you know, um, I, I think you start from a point that what's very interesting, actually, is that... Um, only four or five months ago, um, uh, uh, the major retailers were all reporting upgrades in their profits. Um, and that was based on them having had a good shopping season at Christmas and New Year, um, uh, better than expected, the country coming out of pandemic. Um, and so really you have to ask what's changed in that time. And the major change, obviously, is Ukraine. Um, Ukraine has um, affected everything. Household energy bills and even and company energy bills are going through the roof as a result. And that's had a profound impact. So I, I think if we, if we look at what you, you know, some of the things you mentioned there, so Prince Charles you know, handling the Queen's speech, and for, for the uninitiated, that speech is effectively written by the sitting government, by the you know the prime minister, and one of the major talking points in that speech was the economy, and the to a certain extent the government trying to reassure people that they would continue to help, and that continues from the pandemic where um, the government helped out not only individuals but businesses too, and so now we uh, it feels like it's become uh, expected that whatever the crisis is. That the government's gonna gonna step in to help. So that I mean that should take some of the edge off, I assume. To an extent. I mean, I I, I think I mean Labour are, are already the opposition are already saying it's not enough. Um I think what's remarkable here, and you've touched upon it um rightly, is that this is a conservative government. And actually, um uh was elected really on a, a fairly um, libertarian Brexit ticket. Um, um, Boris Johnson might be uh, in his heart um, more to the um, more to the One Nation persuasion of the Conservative Party, the the, the more left wing version of the Conservative Party, but. Um, people around him aren't, and um, yet, quite rightly, as you say, you have a government that stepped in and took initiative after initiative on COVID. I mean, um, you know, we forget there was um, there was the cash to eat out, um, furlough, uh, business loans, short term business lo emergency business loans. Um, I mean, there was measure after measure. And now here we are again. We've gone from that crisis to this crisis, and they're having to spend money. Um, the problem here um, is, A, it probably isn't enough, and B, 
in terms of the economy and in terms of the government spending, arguably it's too much um, because it all has to be paid for. Um, we're already um, an incredibly high level of tax. Corporation tax is going up again, um, going up, I think, from 19% to 25%. Um, you know, we're heavily taxed. Um, and the business community, um, they're not happy at all. Um, and consumers aren't happy. Um, you know, there's been a slowdown in consumer spending. That was re that's been reported in the last 24 hours. Um, and um, first time in 15 months, um, consumer spending has fallen. Um, and that's very worrying indeed. I mean, that's a sign that consumer confidence has taken a real hit. And as I said, only a few months ago, retailers were reporting profits upgrades. They're certainly not doing that now. Do you do you think this this dip in sentiment, whether it's con consumers, business, industry, or otherwise, is 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 for the medium long term, or, or 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 is it? Do you think it's it's more short term related to, for example, if if there is a resolution in Ukraine quicker than expected? Um, it's a very good question. I think that the um, certainly if there was a resolution in Ukraine, it would lift the mood. Um, hopefully, it would start to push um, energy bills in the right direction and back down. Um, but there are some deep-seated problems with our economy. Um, it's an imbalanced economy. Um, the, the, most of the wealth is in the southeast. Um, this is a prime minister who says he's going to level up. We don't know how. If he does level up, that would cost a fortune. As I say, Brexit um, uh, the Brexit is almost forgotten about, really, but it's not for people in business. The people I speak to in business who have to send import and export from the EU, um, it's a massive headache. Um, and everywhere, everywhere I live, and, and in fact, everywhere, everywhere I've been, um, it's remarkable. I mean, you, you know, you walk down any any British high street and you will see signs everywhere um, saying um, staff wanted. We cannot get the staff. You cannot get the staff to work in restaurants, bars, shops. They've all got signs up saying staff wanted. Quite amazing. Um, and these are issues that really don't have anything to do with Ukraine. Um, and... Uh, Certainly, Ukraine will be better in the same way that when COVID started, everyone said, well, COVID, is, COVID was um, exacerbating underlying problems. Um, in a way, that's what's happened with Ukraine. I mean, it's, it's highlighted our lack of energy security. We don't have any. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, we are very, very weak in terms of, you know, very reliant on others for our energy. And now they're trying to do something about that. Um, so I think the answer is, I think we're in, I think we're in for the cuts to the chase. I think we're in for a very tough two years. And if you mentioned the Southeast, if I talk about London a little bit, because um, for many people, many of our audience in the Middle East um, and, and outside the UK around the world, they'll know London best. 
Um, and it seems in the last few weeks, there's been this belief that um, London has changed. Um, it's changed politically. It's changed economically. Um, for a number of reasons, um, it's felt very cut off from the rest of the country. Um, and certainly, you know, the, the idea, you know, a few years ago that it was attracting wealth from all over the world, it doesn't seem quite as open for business as before. But you're there. You, you know, you're, you're, you're on the ground in the UK. You, you understand London. You've seen it now. Is, is, has London changed that much as, as we might perceive from the outside if we're just looking at the headlines and the reports? No, um, I would say, look, I've, um, I'm talking to you at my house, but I was in London this morning. Um, uh, London uh, was busy, vibrant, buzzy. Um, there are lots of tourists, um, not so many foreign tourists, lots, quite a lot, but not, not in the same numbers we used to have. Um, I don't think anyone visiting London would notice any difference at all. Um, and in fact, you you would probably, given that we are um, we're coming out of the pandemic, we're, I, I would say we're more welcoming than ever. You might find the prices a bit higher. Um, restaurant prices certainly are a bit higher, um, and there won't be as many restaurants because some closed during COVID, but only the bad ones. Um, no, you wouldn't notice anything. And in terms of wel welcoming people. Um, with wealth and for people to settle. I mean, um, look, let's be entirely honest here. Um, we're really only talking about some Russians. Um, and really, we're not talking about all Russians. Um, we're talking about a select group of individuals who are very close to Vladimir Putin. Um, and America, New York has exactly the same approach. Um, we are as welcoming as we ever were. In terms of the politics, um, yes, London um, London is a, 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 has gone more Labour uh, in the last set of local elections last week than ever. Um, but actually, it's a, for the last decades, a few decades, it's been a Labour town. Um, it, it's... Um, you know, you have to remember, I mean, London is a city of, it's the biggest city in Europe. Um, it's 8 million people, probably 12 million people further afield in the southeast. Um, that that covers all types of people, all types of wealth, poverty, etc. Um, and that's reflected in the voting. You just don't get that anywhere else. Um no, I, I think London is, I mean, to be honest, I would say very heavily to your, and I'm not being paid by the tourist board, um, now is a very good time to visit. Um, it really is. Um, yeah, London's back, the theatres are back, um, there's crowds, um, it feels, as I say, it feels feels dynamic again. Um, it, it's, I, I've got no real worries on that score. So it, it sounds as if you know day to day people are getting on with it, but maybe if they stop to think about if they stop to think <laughs> it's about not that bad, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, this is it. I, I try and understand because if 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 I only if I only looked at Twitter and I didn't talk to people like you, then I would I would think you know it's 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 a basket case. But I mean, clearly that's not the case. And to and to cut to the to cut to the chase, the pound is sliding, and so if you're an investor, 
and you're looking at kind of the UK or you've been looking at London property for a few years now, you, you're probably thinking this is a pretty good time to get in, but you might want to know how, how much worse is it going to get? You know, is, it, is this a bad time to, to look at it? Um, yeah. I, well, in answer to the first part, in response to the first part of what you said is that um, we are getting on with it and we also take comfort from the fact that a lot of the problems we're talking about are not just confined to, to the UK. Um, some are, um, but actually, um, if you look at France, if you look at Italy, look at, I mean, certainly in Europe, our, our neighbours, um, compared with our neighbours, um, London, uh, UK is in not bad shape. It's no worse than they are, it really isn't. Um, and by the way, as a as a nation, um, <laughs> we do we do like to talk things down. It's part of our it's part of our. I, I don't know. We just love a good moan, and we do it very well. Um, in terms of property and investing, um, I, certainly the nationwide, which is one of our biggest um, property lenders, they survey regularly and their their most recent survey um suggests that the the market might be spiking um saying that i don't know i mean property is going um property is changing hands um even the very very biggest um central london mansions are changing hands i mean i heard of one that went for um, I think it was twenty million pounds last week. Um, you know, people are still coming in. Um, lots of interest from um, from the Middle East. Um, lots of interest from Asia, from India, um, even South America. Um, as I say, I mean, the only place where there isn't that huge amount of interest um, is is Russia, but. Um, you know, the rest is London is still um, still one of the major cities in the world. The UK is, when I last looked, <laughs> it might have slipped a bit, but when I last looked, I think we're the fifth biggest economy in the world. We, we were fifth or sixth. We slightly blur as to which one we are. But, boy, you know, being the fifth biggest economy in the world, that's not a bad place to be. No, I agree with you, and and you know even even Ukraine even Ukraine conflict. I mean, if you look at um, Britain's role um, it, within NATO and also in terms of supporting Ukraine and 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 what Boris Johnson's been saying, the Prime Minister, you know, day in day out, um, you know, it, it, it that's kind of really flipped on its head some of the the kind of negativity around what Brexit meant for Britain's standing. So things move, things move on, and and you, I have to say that from the outside, you have to still say that Britain's a superpower, um, you know, despite everything we've listed, despite my my shopping list. <laughs> um, that's very kind of you. I'm not sure, I've not really ever heard us described as a superpower, but we're we're up there. I mean, we're up there. But I um, look, um, uh, Ukraine is a tragedy. Um, uh, in, in, there's no doubt about that, but um, it has had some advantages. Some, it's had some knock-on benefits. 
Um, it's given NATO a sense of purpose, um, which we can now all see. Um, I mean, we've spent the last few years longer arguing about what NATO's for. Um, Britain has been able to take a a foreign policy lead without the cumbrance of uh, Brussels. Um, you know, we can do our own thing. We've been doing our own thing. Um, you, you know, I think I'm right in saying I don't think I don't think any other EU leader, maybe Poland, uh, but I don't think any Macron. Uh, I don't think any of them have been to Kiev. Uh, Boris went to Kiev. Um, you know, we've we the phrase we use, I suppose, and again, it's us talking ourselves down. Is we've we've probably punched above our weight a bit where Ukraine's concerned. Um, but saying that, I think we have got the weight. Um, you, you know, we we are um, uh, we we've shown on the world stage we are respected. Um, Boris has his. I mean, you never know where you are with Boris. You don't know if he's going to put his foot in it one minute and say something terrible. Um, but on Ukraine, um, yeah, he's done a good job. Um, and the, the EU uh, the, the EU has structural problems and issues. Um, I mean, there are some profound issues for Europe um, about Ukraine. Um, does Ukraine join NATO? Does Ukraine join the EU? Um, well, the answer to both of those, if we don't want to inflame Russia anymore, has got to be no and no. Um, I think the Ukrainians accept that. But there is the pressure to use those two bodies to embrace Ukraine is very high. Um, so there's some big structural issues for Europe to face. Um, and Britain isn't badly, you know, we're, we're on the edge of that and um, things in that regard have gone a bit better. Chris Blackhurst, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for being with us. You can read the Chris Blackhurst in the City column at thenationalnews.com. Thanks. That's it for today. All that remains to thank our production team and you all for joining us.